This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. Today on the Humerian Health Podcast, we continue our discussion of leaky gut syndrome with Dr. Sean Benzinger and Dr. Ryan Bentley. Actually, so going back to the idea that I've mentioned in previous podcasts that one thing can cause many diseases and many diseases can be caused by one thing. Right. So it's that type of scenario and also the chicken or the egg. Mm -hmm. So if we think about it, if we have a healthy gut, nothing is permeable, nothing is getting in besides foods that are properly digested, the foods that we're supposed to eat. Mm -hmm. We got a perfect microbiome. We live in utopia. Our body (laughs) is utopia. Okay. Are you going to get those systemic effects downstream from leaky gut? No, because you don't have leaky gut. Mm -hmm. However, we start to add in a little bit of bad food, creating inflammation. We take some antibiotics, and it disrupts our microflora, which has been shown to create intestinal permeability, inflammation of the gut. Um, Then that can lead to problems. But let's say say the, the, the gut is healthy itself, but you have something else that creates systemic inflammation. A sustained inflammatory process. Okay. Blood circulates everywhere. Mm-hmm. Goes in your brain. Mm-hmm. It goes in your gut. It goes everywhere. Okay. So let's say you sprained your ankle. Mm-hmm. So you get inflammation, or you burnt your skin because you were outside. You're, mm-hmm. You you burnt yourself. You have a systemic inflammatory reaction. Mm-hmm. So with that systemic inflammatory reaction, those inflammatory chemicals <clears throat> can get to those cells and cause disruption into the gut lining. Okay. So it'll go, end up circulating through the to the gut. Correct. And then those cells actually start to dysfunction. Mm-hmm. Does it change the screen? Because I like the screen concept. I really like that. It, does, it doesn't tear the screen itself, does it? It's just behind here, it becomes hypersensitive. It, it, behind the screen, and actually, yes, the screen itself, so the slits start to become bigger. Okay. And bigger. And they're, they're not, um, well, and again, we're, we're thinking about, I guess if we think of a brick wall, the mortar starts to get eroded away in okay, between, and now sense. things start sense. to whittle, whittle their way through, yeah. and start to, and that can create a cascade as well. Okay, because I because I like the idea of thinking about um, mom and dad and the family waiting for somebody to come in the door. In other words, the screen that they know, like their daughter mm-hmm. or whatever, and nobody's excited. Nothing's happened, but all of a sudden skinheads and a bunch of local goons with whatever come in because that's the leaky gut, right? These guys start flipping out. The immune system goes absolutely bazonkers because you're saying it very calmly that, oh, yeah, it does this. But really, the immune system starts flipping out mm-hmm. when it's being uh, literally attacked by all these foreign invaders that are, could actually harm the body. So your body's very, very aggressive, even in that local area of the GI tract, isn't it? Yes. So it, it's... I don't know about the... Goo. Think about... Okay, think about the house. Think about the window and the screen. Can the screen be damaged from the outside? Can your brick and mortar be damaged from the outside? Absolutely. Can you punch through your drywall and start scraping at the mortar on your bricks from the inside of the house? Absolutely. Mm. So again, as I mentioned, that the gastrointestinal system is still outside the body. So that's the the offenders on the outside. Well, now they're able to come in. Mm. However, you can have something going on. You can have a party inside the house that's going on due to other reasons. Right. Uh, let's say, you know, someone's injecting a recreational drug, mm-hmm. creating something. They're, so it's external, but they're putting it directly into mm-hmm. the vein, not in through the digestive system. And then it gets into the bloodstream, and it can cause damage that way too. Mm-hmm. So just theorizing from that aspect, you can see how it would come about 
either way. Multiple ways, but the most common? The most common is what causes 82% of the deaths in America, which is poor diet, physical activity, smoking, and not getting your proper screenings. Those are 82% of the most of the deaths, and those are all choices. So what my point is, is that 82% of deaths caused by leaky gut? No, don't misunderstand what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that it's our lifestyle and what we're putting into our body or not putting into our body that creates most of the damage, which again... The intestinal system is outside the body. That's why we have over 70% of the immune system there because that's where invaders are coming from Mm -hmm. in general. Okay, so if we take an average American without labeling any trademark names of fast food restaurants. Yeah, please don't. Because they, (laughs) yeah, because you got to cut it all out. Yeah, right? Okay. So they love fast food. Mm -hmm. So, and they only have it for lunch because they eat a good breakfast with the family, got a good dinner at night, blah, blah, blah. But they do it every, so literally every day that they go to, some of those fast food restaurants that don't have the highest of quality of elements plus other stimulants and heavy MSG and all kinds of other mm-hmm. chemicals we don't know anything about, right? Mm-hmm. We're Every time they go there, they inflame and induce this leaky gut irritation, these, a separation, a, an inflammatory reaction, but they're doing it every day. Correct. Right? Yes. Okay, so, I mean, think how easy it is. I just want the mm-hmm. listeners to realize that yeah. all you have to do is start that cascade, let's say Monday, and then by Wednesday, and then by Friday, you feel awful. I mean, or you feel awful right away. Bloating, all those type of things mm-hmm. we've talked about. Gas, one of my favorite subject matters, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. leaky gut <laughs> could be, how about the co- uh, how about sodas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I almost blew it. I was, okay, okay sodas. <laughs> okay, because look at the acid level, the amount of sugar, the amount of caffeine. Is that an issue? Absolutely. So think about the sugar that's in there. What are they going to feed? Okay. They're going to start to feed things like yeast and other <laughs> other bacteria that are more right. predominant. Well, for how that. about the acid levels? 2.1 2, 2. to 2.7? Mm-hmm. Some crazy thing. You stick a penny in it, the penny disappears in three days? Yeah. I mean, it burns holes in this. Why wouldn't it, it do it to leaky gut? Well, it can over time just from the fact that it becomes an additive effect because our stomach acid is very acidic. Yeah. You know, so that's, it's, it's you know, as equivocal. You it's know, almost it's, the same, yeah. isn't it? So, almost, yeah. yeah. So, actually, so when our acidic chyme, which is our ground up food, it becomes a syrup. Did you say mushy type thing. Chyme? I said chyme. Yes, okay. acidic chyme. So weird. it's the it's the breakdown of our food into the simplest form, mixed with the acids and the pepsinogens, mm-hmm. and, or which is pepsin now because it became activated. So basically, all these enzymes are in there starting to break things down. When that enters into the first part of the small intestines called the duodenum. Your body starts to. I knew that. So the pancreas releases bicarb. Bicarbonate neutralizes that acid. So then it starts to break that down. So our body has coping mechanisms Mm -hmm. to handle that, but it's the constant chronic insult that over time the body breaks down. So we use that that brick mortar, the whole thing. Yeah. So think about children and how children move. They are so flexible. They are so limber. But the more that they start to sit in their chairs at school for eight hours a day and not moving, their knees are bent, um, you know, so their hamstrings are in a shortened position, they start to lose their flexibility. Well, over time, in the same way, the more and more that we add these chronic foods that are laid with chemicals that we can't pronounce Mm – damage our gut our body has to try to figure out something to do with so we're wasting our resources wasting our nutrients creating microscopic degeneration over time and then the body is no longer able to be flexible the cells lose their ability to be adaptable 
And then that's when you start to get symptomatology. It's when your check engine light starts to come on. And so that's when we have to go back and say, whoa, what's going on? Instead of just masking it, let's figure out what was the one straw that caused this. And sometimes it's multifactorial, meaning many different things. If your lifestyle, you're smoking, you're drinking alcohol, you're eating nothing but processed junk foods all the time and feeding bad bacteria, well, then that's going to definitely create leaky gut. And we have to undo that by eating the good bacteria to feed, uh, I'm sorry, eat good foods that will feed the good bacteria mm-hmm. to allow them to start to grow again, which will decrease inflammation in the gut. that will allow decreased population of bad bacteria to overgrow. So it's diminishing that effect. We're getting rid of the chemicals by eating the foods that we're supposed to have and the insoluble fibers that our bacteria love to eat as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we create this new healthy balance in our gut mm-hmm. by putting the things that it was designed to have in there. So you know so what that. Repair. So you know what that means. But the next podcast recording that we do, I'm going to make us all stand up while we do it. Perfect. <laughs> and march in place. Because I, I feel like my hamstrings are short uh, now. That, 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 that is making me. So that actually, piece, but, but actually, I do want to go back. So you said soda, and we kind of yeah shot that down. Yeah. But diet soda, yeah. that's okay. Still got right? same acid level. <laughs> Because it, it doesn't have sugar in it. Yeah, a lot of I, I mean, think no, seriously, it, yeah, I, I hear that a lot. Absolutely. Well, it doesn't have sugar in it. Right. So mm-hmm. that takes, I mean, yes, it's still acidic and yeah. whatever, but I mean, mm-hmm. so that's like a better choice. Mm-hmm. I'm um, being a little sarcastic, actually. You I are, don't you think are, it is, but, but you're I, not but smiling. I, I'm not smiling. But I do hear that, actually, a lot, <laughs> yeah, right? They're like, person- well, I've made a better choice. I used to drink X soda, now I drink diet X soda. So, uh-huh. you know, I'm making a positive is like, there an exoda? Yeah, there's not an exoda. Okay. I don't think okay. I. Yeah. So I. Is I mean, I'm soda just or diet or not diet? Come on. <laughs> I mean, you know, as long. As I honestly, if someone's gonna drink soda, I'd rather them not drink the diet, because mm-hmm. of the breakdown of the aspartame and what it breaks down mm-hmm. to, and the neurotoxicity that can accumulate. And again, it doesn't mean that everybody that gets it is gonna develop neurotoxicity and have bad effects because other people can do very well with it. You know, Mm -hmm. just like certain people can eat pizza and be fine. Someone else thinks about it and they gain 10 pounds. Um, In the same way that some people can drink three beers and be fine. Someone else drinks one beer and they're three sheets to the wind. Mm -hmm. Each person is different in how they process. But it's important that we do have an understanding that this is another chemical that can affect the body, just like we are learning about MSG and people are avoiding that. Trans fats, you know, everybody used to think that trans fats were great, you know, which is like margarine. Mm-hmm. Um, so everything back in the craze in the 80s was, oh, everybody had margarine and cook with Crisco and all these right. trans fats. Well, trans fats now, by definition, are a poison. Right. And now you've got to put them on the label. Why? Because they're a poison. If they're a poison, what does that mean? It changes the cellular structure and causes cellular damage. And these chemicals are no different. So no so, diet. Just don't do it. Got it. Don't do it. Okay, okay. So I, I have Sorry. A, okay, a little okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, Quick, before he forgets his question. Yeah, I know. I'm almost there. It's almost <laughs> gone. Okay, so distance runner, been running for all his life, in great shape, <clears throat> 55 years old, dies. Heart attack. Massive heart attack. Mm-hmm. Okay? So I'm sitting there thinking, and then you talk to these people that know this individual, because this has happened multiple times in my years of practice. What do you find out? They junk all the time. They they drink they drink gallons of coffee. They drink all these other types of things. And the reason they ran is so they could eat what they wanted to eat. I'm sitting there listening to you, and I'm thinking, well, there you go, right? I mean, the potential of chronically irritating and causing an inflammatory response, which you and I and many of the listeners realize that inflammatory response is some of the primary issues you're trying to control because you control inflammation. You don't have a lot of conditions in your body most time, right? Correct. Okay, so 
here's your person that's exercising like a maniac. He's very fit, looks really good, like you, Dr. Bentley. Thank you. And, thank yeah. you. Someday we'll put your picture out. Yeah, there. even a side view, it's great. Um, but the point of it is that I, I've seen it over and over and over. And when you question them, you usually do not hear, and I'm, I'm sure, the, the exception to the rule that somebody eats perfectly and all that stuff, and they ended up, you know, we ended up losing them. But it's common to hear that story. Does that align? Does that make sense to you? Because I always come back to it and say, well, listen, they might have looked at it on the outside, but inside, a lot of things were falling apart and set them up for these type of things. Otherwise, it probably wouldn't happen unless they had a genetic weakness, a holding heart, something like that. Yeah, so there's, you know, a couple things in that scenario of the 55-year-old guy that looks thin, but he runs all the time. And, Great shape. But they do not feed their body the nutrients that they need to rebuild. Because you got to think, when you're going out there and you're running, you're tearing down your body. Right. And your body has to have a recovery period. Again, as I mentioned earlier with the intestinal system, what do you want in your home if it's blown over by a tornado? Are you going to rebuild it with the same junk? And they're rebuilding it with junky material. Mm-hmm. So the cells can't really, they got really a, a sandy foundation, if you will, mm-hmm. that is nothing is going to really stand up and mm-hmm. be structurally sound the way that it needs to and function. The other thing that you want to think about is that when they're running, who's breathing more oxygen? The runner. Because mm-hmm. they're in and out. Well, oxygen is a free radical. Free radicals cause damage. The free radicals cre- just break it down quickly. So, so free radicals are basically, if you think of rust, you, you, everybody's seen iron and it uh-huh. rusts. Uh-huh. That's the process of oxidation. It's rusting, if you will, of the metal um, due to oxidation. So free radicals cause oxidation. Oxidation is one of the sparks that starts the fire with regards to inflammation. Mm-hmm. Antioxidants, which we hear about in getting fruits and vegetables, things with nice color, create they create antioxidants, and they, these antioxidants absorb those free radicals. Right. So they act as a binder, and they carry it out of the body without causing any problem. So you think about this runner, and they're eating junk food. So no antioxidants. No We've antioxidants. Nothing to save them. Correct. And they're breathing tons of oxygen. Right. Creating free radicals. So I'm not saying don't exercise, don't run. No. But you've got to fuel your you body. Breathe, right? don't yeah, breathe. don't breathe. <laughs> if you wouldn't <laughs> breathe, you'd right. be a lot better. So oxygen toxicity, that's something that's very, you know, it's oh. common in people that are divers. Interesting. Um, and, you know, you get neural damage. Um, I know children that have become blind because they gave pure oxygen to the child at birth oh. when they were, you know, in the little incubator type thing. Thing. Um, you know, so I've seen stories. and I've seen people die due to oxygen toxicity. Yeah. So, you know, oxygen, why we obviously have to have it. It's about balance. Mm-hmm. And so the same thing with that, that runners, so they could have inflammation and they're mm-hmm. because they're creating more damage, but they're not giving the raw material the body needs for repair. Okay, makes sense. So athletes, moms, you're you're taking your kid home, dads, if you're and stopping off at your fast food restaurant to have your favorite insert shake fast, and everything else. Yeah, insert fast food restaurant. Thank you very here. much. <laughs> is it could be very damaging, and we right. found that with some of the trials we've done with some other types of uh, products in the past. A key difference between the recovery and and breaking down and injuries and recovery and everything else. And I think that makes a lot of sense. So, besides, so let's say we've got leaky gut. Whatever that is, we our brick is uh, broken. Some of the bricks are missing. What's some of the key things you want to see added to uh, re-brick it, re-cement it? Re- what's the it. yeah? What's the top ten things you're going to make sure they have? Well, foundationally, everything for me is about what you're ingesting, and so with that, you've got to get your down your diet 
back in proper balance. You've got to get the fruits and vegetables in there, the lean meats, cut out the fried foods, cut out the packaged foods. Okay, so what are they doing to the brick? What are they doing to the mortar? Is that what makes the, those things up? Uh, certain complex carbohydrates do, but the biggest thing is that allows you to remove the offending substances that cause it to be damaged in the first place. Okay, so inflammation. So because you can sit down. there and keep rebuilding okay. the wall, if you will, yep. or repairing the screen, but if you don't take care of the issue, it's just right. it's going to keep happening and happening and happening. So you don't want to, to do that. And when you're getting fruits and vegetables in there, you're increasing the amount of vitamin C. Vitamin C <laughs> is the main cofactor for collagenase. Collagenase is the enzyme that makes collagen, which holds different tissues together. Okay, so vitamin um, C key. So vitamin C is mm -hmm. key. Um, getting in good probiotics because you want to get that balance of bacteria back into your system. Okay. That will help with that aspect of it and create this balance. There's certain things that you can utilize um, that increase the mucus lining that are very mucogenic, if mm -hmm. you will. So uh, meaning that it increases the production of mucus. Mm -hmm. um, aloe vera is one of those things. Mm -hmm. But again, it's those are things to supplement your diet and right. what you're putting right. in. Right, right. But proteins do that, right? I mean, part of the brick is made up of protein, made up of fat, made up of those things, right? Correct. So that makes sense. So really, your first thing is clean up your diet so that the healthy diet starts bringing you back together and starts putting the bricks together, right? Yeah. I mean, it just makes sense, okay? Absolutely. So when you mentioned about protein, so one of the key fuels for the cells in the gut lining is yep. called glutamine. Right. So glutamine is something right. else that you're going to want in something that if you're going to supplement to help the gut heal and you want that glutamine. The um, So people often hear about like glucosamine sulfate, yep. mm -hmm. you know, and that's people use that for joints because yep. um, hyaluronic acid and glucosamine and chondroitin right. are part of collagen products that make up your joint ink surfaces. So as I've mentioned earlier, the glycocalyx, which is kind of the top layer, kind of the scaffolding, if you will, the infrastructure of that gut lining uh, with the mucus, that glycocalyx is made up of acylglucamine. So uh, glucamine is something else that can be beneficial in there to help with that process. Um, but then getting things that can help soothe things over, like licorice root, uh, a lot of people use licorice root, uh, deglycerized licorice root specifically in people that may have high blood pressure. Mm -hmm. um, deglycerized licorice root does not increase the absorption of sodium and salts, which would increase water retention, which would cause high blood pressure. So, uh, but licorice root itself has been used for ulcer treatments. Mm -hmm. um, Historically, I mean, it's an herb that's been used many yep, times because years. it increases that mucus lining and that production. So those are just a few of the things. Just some of the things that help put that brick back together because right. we don't know if it's a small amount or it's a large amount, but usually it decreases inflammation, assists them in re recovery and return. So that makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, I mean, well, basic, it's, good nutrition. It all, I was going to say, it starts with your diet, it mm -hmm. sounds like, and then there are things that you can supplement with, whether it's probiotics or some of these mm -hmm. other things that can help just help repair the gut lining. And then if Correct. you if you maintain that healthy lifestyle, that healthy diet, then you're not re-ripping the screen, as it were, mm -hmm. right? Or like, punching yeah. holes. Or punching a hole in the drywall. I actually really like can. that. I like that picture of punching a hole in the drywall yeah, it, and stripping the mortar out from the inside. Mm -hmm. that, yeah, I that's like that. really good. <laughs> so, but this can happen. You could be doing really, really well, and all of a sudden you just eat that favorite whatever pizza meal, and you're done. Don't pick I mean, on my immediately pizza. immediately starts. Don't, pizza, don't pizza, pick on my pizza. pizza, pizza, pizza. <laughs> But yeah. then the question becomes, what do you continuously keep doing? Because, right. again, as I said, right. 
the body has an amazing ability to repair. Right. What's your nutrient reserve? What what kind of reserve does your body have? Have you lost your phenotypic flexibility? So are your cells yeah. still able to adapt? Big word. Phenotypic I mean, flexibility. Yeah, yeah, I like that's it. A pH. That's a so pH. So that's um. Yeah. So that. You know, do you do you have that ability for the cells still to respond, or have you lost it? So eating that one pizza, yeah, while it may cause damage, your body has a great ability to adapt. Right. You know, just don't have pizza morning, noon, pizza, and night. Pizza, yeah, pizza, and then pizza, eat junk pizza food for constantly. Pizza you want to be able to rebuild that, and so you need that nutrient. So each person is on a different mm-hmm. spectrum yeah. with regards to their health. There are people that I know I thought that it was just genetics. I mean, they should be out pizza and beer for breakfast. They should be able to have uh, special their special restaurant for lunch because people actually think that the genetics are so good that I will be fine and I still look good, you know. Well, and there are people that have certain genetic predispositions that can um, accelerate, accelerate oh, that yeah. if it's put in that environment. Absolutely. So. You know, I know people that have had rheumatoid arthritis that it completely goes into remission, and it wasn't because they were using immune-suppressant drugs. Nope. It's because they went back and focused on the gut. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. as I mentioned earlier, that, uh, you know, making the America's Most Wanted posters, so whenever something comes in through your intestinal permeability or your leaky gut, and your body scans that barcode and says, boop, kill anything that looks like this, if <clears throat> your thyroid happens to look like that or your joints, this is right. a very simplistic form, if it happens to look like your joints, you get rheumatoid mm-hmm. arthritis. Mm-hmm. If it happens to look your thyroid, you get Hashimoto's thyroiditis. If it looks like your myelin sheath around your nervous system, you get um, multiple sclerosis. So again, it's anything that creates the immune system start to attack. Now, again, that's a very simplistic view, and there's multiple dynamics that go into that. But I have seen people that have completely reversed. Their knuckle sizes have gone down. They went from a size 12 on their wedding ring back down to a size 7. And actually the body repaired over time. They're no longer on their immune suppressant drugs because they went back and changed what they're eating, removed the offending substances, gave their body the nutrients that they need in order to rebuild Mm -hmm. and to heal. And therefore their body has been able to be healthy. And when you do that, when you have a healthy gut, you will have a healthy body. If your gut is unhealthy, you will not be healthy, period. Because again, unhealthy gut lead to bad chemicals that are being expressed. There are so many new research articles that are coming out every day on the chemicals that are being released by bad bacteria that get into. So their metabolism and their hormones and chemicals and things that they're creating spill off into our bloodstream and it affects our brain. It affects the way that we think. Mm -hmm. So that's a whole other topic that we could discuss. (laughs) Hey, there's another topic. There's always more. There is. Always. It's good stuff. It's really good stuff. So leaky gut, food. Drugs, environmental, <laughs> and many other outside effects. All right. All right, Dr. Bentley, anything else? No, thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Thanks for coming. Good stuff. A pleasure. So here we are at the end of another podcast. Mm-hmm. Smarter, I hope, about leaky I think gut. So. I think. I feel like I know more mm-hmm. about it. Um, and maybe also have some action steps. It might be interesting in a future podcast to dig in with more detail on the action steps that we can take, specifically maybe more detail on how diet affects, probiotic affects, all of those different things. I feel like there's maybe more content out there that we need to be talking about. Um, But yeah, so To me, pretty easy. Much of it is pretty basic things. It usually comes back to do the basics really well. To me, it was just very interesting how he tied it all together. Right. Like magic. It was. Like we set him up that way. It's like, and he knew. It was amazing. (laughs) Like he was almost here, before. but not he here. Was here. He was here. I think he was here. <laughs> anyway, yes. Yeah, so yeah, excellent show. I yep. think a lot of people get help. From Absolutely, this. I really do. Perfect. Yeah, even with non diseases, they'll get help. And yeah. not leaky gut, the non disease. We even do the non diseases. Yeah, love it. Absolutely. Till next time.
Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. Thank you.